The Zone Coverage Podcast Network. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Pricket Pod, where we get a chance to know some of Minnesota's biggest sports influencers and icons. We love watching our hometown teams, right? Whether it's the Twins, the Lynx, the Wolves, whatever your cup of tea is. And when we do, we also develop a certain friendly familiarity with our local broadcast teams, right? Oftentimes, that means tuning into Fox Sports North to those games. And when we do, odds are we're going to stumble upon Marnie Gellner at some point. My goodness. She's been in the field, in the stands, on the court, in the studio. She even did nine different jobs at a Twins game last season. Each inning, she was trying something new. A genius bit, frankly, but also one that showcased just how diverse and talented she is. But before we get to Marnie, random ranks. This time we are ranking the top 11 jobs I'd love to have at Target Field, okay? Number 11, the bullpen catcher. Guys in the bullpen just seem to have a lot of fun. I don't know. And it just, you know, catch some heaters, spit some sunflower seeds, just have a fun night, you know? Number 10, the Dippin' Dots guy. I want to, this is more just like for personal curiosity as to how these things work. You know, if I could get my hands on the product and kind of do a deep dive on just what Dippin' Dots are and how they're the ice cream of the future and all that stuff, you know what I'm saying. Number nine, the guy who sprays the infield dirt. I don't want to be the guy that manicures the dirt or the guy that does all the hard groundskeeping. I just want to be the guy out there with the hose spraying the dirt. There's just something oddly satisfying about that. Number eight, the third base ball boy. I mean, you're just sitting down, you're watching, you got a great seat. You're even, you're, you're one seat ahead of the front row for crying out loud. You're catching some grounders down there every once in a while, maybe if you can make a great play, you're on the highlight reel. I mean, that's a good gig, good gig. Uh, number seven, Corey Provis. He's the Twins play-by-play guy on the radio, and I just thought it'd be nice to be him because then I'd be able to get near Dan Gladden. <laughs> number six, I want to be the guy who gets to play the music playlist. The guy who gets to choose it. They uh, can alter it, edit it, however they want. But I, I want to be that person. It's, I'm, it's nice hearing Zach Brown's chicken fried every once in a while. Every game, I'm not so sure. I just want to be able to tailor that playlist a little bit better. Uh, number five, I want to be the guy who has the final say on who's on the Jumbotron and who's not. <laughs> Enough said. Uh, number four. The best jobs I'd love to have at Target Field, uh, the guy who stocks the gummy bears and Swedish fish in the Champions Club. If you haven't been to the Champions Club, it is uh, an array of decadence is what it is. And one of the things they have is a giant candy bar. And I'd love to be the guy that gets to stock the gummy bears and Swedish fish because inevitably I'd probably skim the profits. Number three, the valet for the players' cars. (laughs) Don't need to go into that. Number two, The guy who gets to decide if the play on the field is an error or not. Who's that guy, that official score guy that, you know, oh, no, no hitters intact, E6. Um, And number one, the fungo guy, okay? I just, the thought of hitting fungos pregame with the fungo bat and just jacking them out into left field or center field or wherever else, I just think that would be challenging. It would be fun. It would be like, you know, stimulating, whatever. Those are my top 11. Before we get to our interview, a quick thanks, though. I'm well aware there's a sea of options when it comes to podcasts out there, so so much appreciation goes to you for joining us on Perkett Pod. And if you haven't yet, I'd be stoked if you hit the subscribe button. Heck, even give us a rating, a review, or thumbs up, or double tap, a retweet, whatever. Just get that word out. 
Let's get going, huh? We'll continue to bring you quality guests every other week as we have been. And here now, our quality guest for this every other week, our conversation with Marnie Gellner of Fox Sports North, who really is a busy woman and not just her work on TV. Here now, that conversation. Thanks for being here, Marnie. Thanks for joining me. Thanks for being you. Oh, <laughs> really? I'm, I just, You're welcome. Thanks um, for having yeah. me. This is a, it's a real thrill for me. I, I'm sure it is. Yeah. I'm sure it is. This is like, like you don't have enough going on in your <laughs> schedule at this time of the year. I make time for you, Perk. I, I appreciate make time. it. And this is awkward AF because we're in a Target Center Skyway studio and it's during the lunch hour. Mm-hmm. And I didn't, I didn't, do that math in the equation here when I was dialing this in. You didn't think it'd be busy? Well, I didn't. They're think not bothering be, us. No, they're not bothering. No, nobody's hassling or there's, there's just some looks. They're not bothering you. <laughs> I get. I don't. You'll notice I don't have a lot of like my headspace is like I'm oh, like squirrel. Okay, okay. You know what I'm saying? It I is like, a little distracting, but I I just look at it as it's like good background music. Yeah. It's visually the background music. It's just, I don't know. It's keeping my attention. Okay. I'm fine with it. I can continue if you can. I can't. Let's focus. Let's lock in. I want to know kind of like, you've got, you've been here a while. And when I say here, like in Minnesota, right? I mean, 17 years, 17 and a half, I guess. If we're really doing the math, I moved here in October of 2002. Are you surprised that you're still? Yes. (laughs) <laughs> I had zero intentions. Not that I didn't think I'd stay in Minnesota. Yeah. I I wanted to work in Minneapolis. That's I'm good with that. I did not think I'd be in this business. I'm 46, and I thought like I would give it till 30. Right, and then you'd be moving on to something yeah, else. Yeah, I don't know what, but it would involve would be... eight to five Monday through Friday, and um, it would be you know cushy, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, I just didn't. I didn't think I'd stay with this because it wasn't. Something I, you know, it wasn't my dream. And I just always wanted to do this. I don't get me wrong. I really like my job, but I didn't, I didn't project. I would be still doing this. And now here I sit at 46. I'm like, there's no way I'm going to still do this at 50. Right. And then at 50, I'll be like, oh, definitely (laughs) by 55. I have, but I have no idea. I don't have a five-year plan. Right. I'm just, I have a a today plan. I know what I'm doing today. Like, like, have you been one of these people that has kind of this sort of mission statement kind of like vision board and all this stuff? Oh my gosh. No. no. Okay. No. It's just, and, and I would imagine having kids, then everything gets thrown to the wolves and it's just kind of like, it's totally different. Life so changes, doesn't it? It it does. And you know that firsthand. Now Mm -hmm. we're into what. What are we going to do for them? What is best for them? Mm. We have a nine-year-old and an 11-year-old, so sixth grade, fourth grade. Okay. And we just sort of map out, my husband Matt and I, basically, when do we move to the active retirement community in the Phoenix area? Okay, I was going to say, is it oh, Phoenix? Yeah, is it Florida? It, okay. The wheels are in motion. All right. Because that's where my parents are, and that's nice. where they live, and actually, okay. we visit them. And are Yearly. they? Did they start as snowbirds and then just mm-hmm. kind my, of full time? No, my but... grandparents did for twenty five years. Okay, my parents live in their place. Awesome. And my parents, who are from North Dakota, yeah, they live in Fargo for six months of the year. I grew up in Minot, and they moved to Fargo about fifteen years ago. Okay, but so they still they go live. Back and forth. Yes, they live oh. two lives. Okay, 
but they have actively recruited. I, I can't tell you how many people that live in their court. Yes. So they live in, you know, in a, they, it's called Mesa Regal. We call it the Regal Beagle. But my <laughs> aunt lives Is this like. Scottsdale or a Tempe? Mesa. Or Mesa. Mesa. Okay. My aunt lives like eight spots down. My uncle's down there. I have, I mean, they're good friends from Minot are down there. They're friends from Langdon are down there. All these towns, like th- my parents know probably no short of. 25 people You've got not like inc- a not their new friends they're from north dakota like people right. they grew up with so that's what i'm actively trying to do that's cool like con- though, keep in it? contact with my high school friends and be like okay we're 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 arizona right we're all we're There's all in a- on this we're all of phoenix Pass. area and then that's the life i'm gonna live my second life that's kind of retirement community that's at, sweet, sorry active actually. retirement community that's yeah, awesome. That's my only plan. That's my vision. Like, what does active retirement look like? <laughs> it <laughs> looks like I, I can't believe I'm asking this. Bocce ball in the morning. Yes. Okay. Water volleyball at noon. You've probably got a pickleball in the early evening. Yeah. You've probably taken a bus to a casino a couple times a week. Okay. Might be going to the outlet mall. Sure. Discount theater. Yeah. Etc. Early dinners. Etc. Oh, Four thirty. Yeah. A lot of ice cream buffets. Oh my gosh! Okay, wait. Now, so do you golf, or is that like is that part of the equation? I or would be like, fine. I have golfed. You're fine. I, you're like me. You just like whatever yeah, with golf. Yeah, sure. It gets hot there, though. Well, yeah, I'm not gonna be there in August. Okay, I'm gonna okay. live here. Okay, okay, okay. So now, so you grew up in North Dakota, um, and then how did you get here? Because that was like you were pretty embedded there, I, I would drove. imagine. And then I drove. Uh, <laughs> I. Was in I yeah I worked in Bismarck North Dakota, and then on ran, TV, correct KXMB okay. TV so you're twelve. A, I you're on Dakota. UND. Where are no. your notes? Come on, I mean none come of this on, is no. right. I, no, I could I, I could Wikipedia I, you if I wanted to, but I just... I'm pretty sure I don't have a Wikipedia page. Okay, I did not. I went to uh, the University of Mary in Bismarck. North Dakota. It's a division two school. Okay, sorry. Worked at KXMB TV 12, your eye in Dakota in Bismarck, then Grand Forks, which is probably why you're thinking UND because okay. that is where it is. And I did host the women's basketball show for the then fighting Sioux. So that was WDAZ channel eight. Your home team I was there for two years. <laughs> then I did move to what Madison. Was the first one on your side. What was the first one? KXMB TV 12, your eye on Dakota. Your eye on Dakota. Because it was okay. a CBS station. So uh, it had the eye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Clever. And then I moved to Madison, Wisconsin. I worked for three years because I really didn't, I really wanted to give this business a shot and I didn't really know what I was supposed to do or how I was supposed to do it. And somebody, a friend of mine was connected in Madison and was like, oh, hey, there's a, there's an opening. And I actually got the job and I was there for three years. That was WISC TV3, informed, involved, in touch. How do you still remember that? I don't know. I barely remember all of CARE's catchphrases. What's your current? Um, Yeah. So wow, uh, what a we're great the, employee we're, we're you the are! Ones, we're the ones that you want to watch. Damn it! <laughs> I think that's what it is right that's now. That's the informal no, it's, it's, version. It's Minnesota's own for a long time, and then I don't. I yeah, don't, have we? But see, you've been there so long. You've been there through multiple changes. I was only at these stations for right. two and three years. Right. I was there for one uh, slogan. And now I've been here for seventeen. Is that sp- all sports casting, or was it newscasting? Yeah, also? no, it was it? always weekend sports anchor. Slash weekday sports reporter. Yeah, at all three of those. Wow, and then and then that's shooting your own stuff then too. Right? Oh, that was I was a one man band until I got here. Yeah, mm-hmm. I yeah I shoot it, edit all of it. But I really feel like that has made me 
much better as I am now because when I will be at a story, like if I'm doing interviews or something, I'm conscious of what shots are we getting? What shots might we need? Might, what might look good? And when you're editing this, ooh, I bet you'd want to use this sequence. So let's make And so I'm talking, you know, Ralph, Ralphie, yeah, our photographer. Course. He's the awesome. He's beloved, a legend. Oh, he's an absolute legend. He's so good at his job. He and I will collaborate, though. We'll talk about shots and yeah. because I've been him. I found that, that like when I get too heavy handed in that area, because Kara has some stupid good photographers. Not mm -hmm. that, not that, you know. Yeah, uh, no, I, they're I know you're dealing they're with Ralphie's the same level. Thing. I get you. Um, and it's just like if I if I if I get too control freaky, all of a sudden I say, ah, we got this, dude. I, I've done so this. you do the same thing. Yeah. You're like telling them, hey, shoot that. Well, I because I. I, I I tend to kind of control free because I kind of know how I want it laid out. Sure. Or, or, you're, you're writing it in your head already. Sort of, of yeah. Well, and that's, that makes you a good reporter. That's what we do. Right. And see, I did it too. I was one-man band in Tupelo. I was one-man band in Memphis. And then I... and the, <laughs> and No, I wasn't. I think we had shooters in Memphis, actually. Now Tim McGraw about. sings about Tupelo. Tu There's a did? song, um, Tupelo Honey. I thought Are that they was, famous for Honey or something? Yeah, no, but they're, it's like they're, a lyric in a song. They're famous song for Elvis. That's where Elvis was born. In Tupelo? Mm -hmm. Oh, mm -hmm. and then and, and then you went to Memphis, and then which I went is to where Memphis, Elvis which was, is where I remember you know, right? Born and then again. Same initials. My birthday is his death day. Oh, well, I, I could go on and on. Oh, you have the yes. same initials. E P. I, I was thinking that I would go. I would end up in Vegas. Is your middle name? Like, does it? Your middle name start with an A? No, damn it. Are you changing Why it? do you have to like tweak Eric Allen Perkins. You're Why changing you, it, aren't you? Uh, you had to like mess up. the. It was like a really good story until you just like well, brought, brought the truth bomb. Okay, so then you're like doing these these sports. Are you are you digging it? Are you loving it? Are you like, is this kind of like, okay, this is totally what I want to do, but. Oh, no, no, no. I I really like my job. Okay. I I just don't have a plan like I plan to continue doing this no job. I'm talking I, about in these small markets before Fox right oh what well, was it not a clear question but I now understand what you were saying okay so at that time um yes when I was in those jobs I liked my jobs but I hated the hours and the pay was terrible and I knew it wasn't sustainable like just I could not keep those okay, positions can I ask and live what, what you were making yeah. in Bismarck yep in, in Bismarck, in my first job, I, so I graduated college in May of 1996. Okay. And I got hired as the weekend sports anchor and for a full-time position at $12,500. But I, that was a, I had a grace period. I have a few months of a grace period. There's Thad Levine walking by and just waving. What's up? Nice deal, buddy. Oh, hey. Go to him. Okay. Um, and I had a six-week, maybe, or three months, something like that, grace period, and then they bumped me to 13000 Oh, congratulations. So yeah. I made 13000 in my first job. Dollars. Right. U.S. Think and then I went to Grant. I remember signing my... Do you remember how much your apartment was? Like, did, did No, you I had a roommate, Jana. Okay, okay. I, I mean, my half was probably... 200 at most. Gosh, I was paying I mean, I 400 in, for a killer is, place in Tupelo. But on your own? 400 a month. Yeah, but I was making thirteen five. So... Wow, like, that is a very similar salary. Totally. That's the going rate. People it's think so TV, funny. TV people make all the money. Well, you do now, I guess. You, you do. I think if you stay in it long enough, it can like you, there can be some perks. Sure. If, forgive me. If but, you will. Yeah, I, I, but I think that you got. I, I think a lot of people aren't persistent enough. A mm. lot of people. Oh yeah, think, because of, because of the hours. Yeah. And the workload. It is not a forty hour a week job. It is, and I don't. I'm not trying to ask people to feel sorry. 
for us at all, but it is a good 50. Yeah. Depends on the season. If you're in you're in tournament time and you're working in the sports department, it is 60 sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. And but travel. I, yeah. I remember signing in Grand Forks for twenty thousand dollars and I was like, oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> well, like, where's the Mercedes dealer? Ninety nine to that would have been ninety seven to ninety nine, mm-hmm. mid ninety seven to ninety nine. So were you always a sports person? Like, were you an athlete? Or are you um, yeah, I was athlete, a or? very much a jock. Very much a tomboy. Okay. I did not I did not dream of working in sports, but I loved sports. I loved like basketball was Is that coming from your from your parents? Were they were they into sports? Um, or was it, they were. Was... My dad was was really athletic and my mom was always a fan. Like we always had games on. Yeah. Now that I think back. Mostly yeah. like the twins. We had on the we had the twins on every day. The wolves didn't come around till sure. eighty nine, ninety when I was, you know, in high school and we're not a big hockey family, so it was mostly the twins. But I played four sports in high school. Holy I cow. played two sports in college. I just can like, I guess it, what they were? Go ahead. Yep. Okay. Are you gonna? You mean the four? The high, high school. The four in go high school. Yep, okay. Um, I'm I'm saying softball. Correct. I'm saying uh, basketball. Yes. I'm thinking maybe track. Correct. And then I'm. Oh my gosh, I'm getting nervous because I want to nail this now. Can I go volleyball? You can! Ding, 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 ding! Wow! Four how? for four. I, don't which, ask me how. Don't which ask of me those how. four, which okay. two of those four did you continue in did college? Did I continue in college? Okay, this is at University, University of Mary. Of Mary. University of Mary. And who's Mary? Is it just is it like the Mary we all know? Is it is that the Mary who it's named after? <laughs> you... Who's the Mary we all know? Like you... like is it the is it Mary? Like is it Mary from the Bible kind oh, of Mary? Is um, it, is, or is I'm it like, do diff- we have a mutual friend? No, but is it like a different Mary or is it like was it Mary who... J. Blige? Is it... <laughs> um yes. It is. Yes. Okay. okay. I hadn't actually thought of that. Uh must be. Yeah. Right. Yeah, probably Mary. Was it? Right. Okay. I didn't know if it was Tyler Moore. Um, okay, so in college, then you continued on Mary with Tyler Moore, softball and volleyball. Did you? Yeah, yeah, you did, read that. No, you I have really that didn't. I swear, I'm just guessing. I swear to you. I swear I to you. I don't believe you, but you Where are would correct. I get that? Where would I get that? Well, it's not that if hard. If you don't have a Wikipedia page, I don't, where did but, I get that? Okay, well, I've then. done, you know, interviews where I've been asked, I can know. I so. can just picture you as like a good setter. Yeah, no? I mean, yeah. that's accurate. Okay. That's accurate. So, yes, I, I played those two sports in college. Only two years of softball. It's a long story, but I did internship this, my senior year, and yeah, the team somehow got along without me. So, so when did you, like, hook up with Fox Sports North? That was the early 2000s, Yeah, that was like. October 2002. How did that how did that transpire? What went down and what? I had been working in Madison, yeah. and there were several, a handful of gopher badger matchups like in women's basketball and women's volleyball that okay. that Fox Sports North uh-huh. would televise and they would run it on Fox Sports North and in Wisconsin. Yeah. And Craig Kashan, who's longtime Fox Sports Wisconsin employee, um, also was a local sports anchor in Madison. And he called me a couple of times and, and asked me to be an analyst on a volleyball match and a women's basketball game. I mean, it was like maybe three or four okay. games that I just did with zero experience. And they were pretty low budget at the time for these types of things. And he was just like, I know you, you know, you're, you're 
you're decent on TV and you played these sports, would you be willing to come on the broadcast for a chump change? I mean, that's basically how the conversation went. I did. And so they obviously here yeah. in Minneapolis saw that and were like, well, she's serviceable. And <laughs> so when this position opened here at, at FSN, as we know it now, uh, they asked me to apply the, the contact that I knew that was hiring me for those events. And I did apply and yeah. Apparently, I got the job. Yeah. Would you look back on old stuff and just cringe? Yeah. Or you oh, like, I look back I, on current stuff and cringe. Oh, really? Yeah. Do you really? Oh, my gosh. Like, yeah. do you, are you one to like watch stuff of yourself? Some people have a hard time watching the most of I actually love it. And I'm, and it sounds like I have an insatiable <laughs> okay. ego by saying that, but I, I actually love it because I love picking myself apart. And I love that. I, I feel like that uh, over time and over the years, has done wonders as far mm. as honing and like okay as to the, what was that big inhale right there what like I I, I get that deep yeah. with it and I'm just like um I don't like actively watch my stuff I don't record every Wolves game and then go home and watch it yeah but, right right but right. I no, that would like be if a I much. see right. it on a replay if it's on at the office or in my house and I know I'm looking at the clock and I know what time my hits are on the clock I will. I will bite my <laughs> teeth, clench my teeth, and I will. It's watch not it. a bad thing, Marty. I don't think no, it's a bad thing. But it's like I, other... honestly, like I'll do bits, and I want to see how they played. Like, and if I'm, oh god, I'm never doing that again because that that you know. Oh, I, I, see. I see. Right, or like I'm trying something, or we're doing something with a with a funky graphic, or like okay. I'll pick, you no, know. that's fair. I don't. I'm I'm not doing bits. I'm. Yeah. I just I I am really conscious. I know when I screwed up or talked too fast or didn't quite clarify or like I know it as soon as I do it I don't need to see it again mm-hmm. to know yeah no I where that. I could have been better I'm kind of to that point but I also it's kind of contradictory that I hate watching myself but if you ask me truth serum if I think I'm good at my job I do and I'm not trying to be all braggy and that would be I, I'm watching myself and I'm like get that mm-hmm. but i i um i think i'm good at my job i just don't like watching myself do my job i hear you i hear you and by the way for the record i think you're beyond outstanding at your job and i'm, I'm in awe of you at oftentimes Aren't because i know it, no but i know that you. i know how fluid that role can be and how like how many moving parts are happening behind yeah. the scenes it's unscripted it's it's insane sometimes, and and like the things that you must come across, you just <laughs> you, you, you can't make this up sometimes, right? It's I mean, a wild job. It is. It's it a wild be. job because we we do a lot of the same similar things, but in the end, you work out of a studio yep. most days. You most have days. been on location. Sure. I rarely work in a studio. I am in the active environment of the home game, or like just came off of a road trip. We were in L.A. and Sacramento, and. You never know. Last time I was in L.A., Lizzo happened to be sitting courtside and was wearing most of an outfit and, you know, just stuff very memorable, random, but it's off the cuff, too. A lot of times I know what I'm going to be talking about in the pregame show because we can script it out. The game hasn't happened yet. Once they tip the ball off or throw the tip the ball or throw the first pitch. It, the script goes out the window because now it's all reaction. Mm-hmm. Now it's, okay, we're, we're running the fast break really well. Let me do something on that. Okay, this guy just hit two doubles in his first two plate appearances. I have a little nugget on him. Now we're now we're free-flowing, and the postgame show is about what happened in the game. So 
Yeah, it's uh, it's a wild. But job. oftentimes you're doing interviews too, and that that's sure. a whole nother dynamic and a whole nother beast because so often you're you're at the mercy of, of the of the interview subject and yes. in their answers and whether or not you can then play off those answers or whether or not they're absolute duds and you need yeah. to do cut bait and and uh, yep. do you know what I'm saying like oh yeah and th that ability to flex and like actually make something really. Uh, serviceable in your words out of something that's not yes uh, is an art form too how I much think. do you love a good interview yes like in sometimes it could be an athlete like someone you talk to on a regular basis several days a week if you're working with the twins or something and oh man someone who has that that sort of uh, effervescence and just is a is an easy watch if you were to play the interview on TV oh man it just it's yeah. So good. It's so like good. even like I will just go back to this. I mentioned Lizzo, and I don't know if you heard about it. I, I've heard yes, and I heard <laughs> about the Josh Demel one, and yes, there's some oh, there's yeah. some high well, profile ones. But that we've like seen. this Lizzo interview because of where she was sitting, which was right next to the Lakers bench, right? And we did it out of a timeout where they were honoring Dwight Howard for his birthday, which we didn't know. We so I go and sit beside her. We come out of a commercial break. Our cameras are across the court, up up on top of the lower level. Yeah. So I'm looking up and Dwight Howard is waving to the crowd. He's kind of sauntering over towards us and I'm leaning to the right and I'm leaning to the left. Right. And and the director is in my ear, in my live earpiece while I'm sitting next to Lizzo going, get, get Dwight Howard out of the way. Tell him to get out of the way. And then LeBron James comes over and he's kind of looking at Lizzo. I've watched the replay of this. Yeah. He's kind of wiping his hands. He's just looking at Lizzo right in our shot. And I'm conscious... <laughs> Of all of this, thinking about the camera shot. While like, people are yelling at you in your ear. Can they see us? Right. Should I lean this way? With Lizzo right. waiting for my question, which was who you cheering for, or who you rooting for, and she gives me the number 32, baby. That's yeah. my guy. And, and then, then and the yeah, and the rest just went from there, where I'm like, what is happening? And then well, she, free she freestyled the new man on the Minnesota Timberwolves, yeah. and then I blacked out. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the kind of moving parts I'm talking about. Like 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 somebody in your earpiece, like constant right. chatter, like countdowns, all this stuff. Yes. You know, you got to be cognizant of where the camera is and the camera line. And then you've got to be cognizant of what's happening on the court and not being a disruption to, Correct. you know, you have to mm -hmm. also then, and then all of a sudden LeBron walks over. Oh my God, is he in the shot? Is he blocking yeah. Lizzo? And well, she's just and all these, oh, by the way, now I also have to interview Lizzo. It has to be fun <laughs> and spirited and all this. Yeah. I was just like, oh my God. And in my head, when she said number 32, baby, I was like, does she mean LeBron? But she switched the numbers because yeah. he was standing yeah. right there. I mean, he was I almost had to like put my arm up to be like, yeah, because I didn't know if where he was <laughs> going or if he was going to try to talk to her or just there was there was a lot going on. I just remember at that moment being like, there is so much going on. But somehow I was just I mean, I was I was just. She yeah. was Lizzo. I was yeah, like, yeah, yeah, and she yeah. was so hot. And then yeah. we found out later what she was wearing. And I know now why she was still in her seat at halftime. Oh, okay. She did not stand up. Got I it. had no idea what she was wearing on the back. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what was she wearing on the back? Or do we know? Yeah. yeah. We, you we, didn't we, see the photo? I, I didn't see the photo. Oh, no. she was missing a vital part of her Got dress. It. Okay. Yeah. I never I mean, saw that part. Of oh, it. really? Saw, you... No, I saw the interview several times, but I didn't okay. see the actual. I like... mean, it's weird because a lot of people saw that part, <laughs> and that's why she was all over um, like TMZ and, oh, and, dear and God. places okay, like that. Oh, yeah. Well, okay, yeah. 
that's that's putting it out there, isn't it? Okay. Yeah. No, that's bad. Tim is and Tim your yeah, yeah. Did you had you seen that or no? Yeah, you had seen that. Fuck. It's kind of okay. common knowledge that. You know, when, when this stuff like that big... pops up on my screen, Marty, or like, you know, yeah. I'll, I just, I, it's not, it doesn't behoove me to kind of like, yeah. you know, dwell on that kind of stuff. So, but, so, uh, so now here you are and you are traveling a lot, right? How, how many days uh, in a season, say a twin season or a Timberwolves season, um, are you on the road? Are you, are you doing most of the road trips or are you doing a lot? Yes, of yeah. I have all but, I think I gave up like four four road games or five maybe total this season. We have, let's see, they play 82 games. We, FSN, has 82 games. 41 of those are on the road, and so I'm probably working 35, six. But, for example, the road trip we just went on to play the Clippers and the Kings, that's two games, but we were on the road for five, five days. days. The yeah. team was on the road for six because that L.A. game was at 12.30 in the afternoon, L.A. time, 2.30 here. And it was on Saturday. So the team actually left Thursday to go have a practice and be settled. I with, flew with the FSN crew commercials so we could have one more day at home. So I was gone Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. Mm -hmm. The Sacramento game was Monday, but we don't fly back from the West Coast because of the long flight and time change. We stay overnight. So how many days am I on the road for, let's say, 30, to just give you a round number, if I do 35 road games, I'm on the road, a lot. I don't know, 60, 70, yeah. and that's just in the twin season, or in the wolf the, season. I, the wolves. I don't travel nearly as much in the twin season. If you'll notice, yeah. I do a lot more home, home games. games, and that is by design. Right. Thank you, bosses at FSN. Yeah, but you're also doing links, a lot of I'm links doing links, stuff. correct. And the, and, Which are and, home games. And you've done some play-by-play -play now. And this is like yeah. something that's been awesome to kind of like uh, hear you do. And, and whether it was the Twins or, or was it the Lynx or the Wolves? Was was it both? Have you done Well, links I've done Lynx since. You've done Lynx, but like was, have you also since done I moved Wolves? Here. I did one game this year yeah. because uh, Dave Benz's dad passed away. And sure. two games last year because and, his mother passed away. And so that not under celebratory circumstances. Is that something you like, though? Is that something you I enjoy? do like. Yeah. I do. I do because you have in that position so much control over the broadcast. And there's so much steering of the ship and into breaks and out of breaks and leading to this element. We've got a graphic. As soon as Carl scores his next basket, let's go to a graphic. And just like there's so much more you're involved. And as the sideline reporter, sometimes I'll have a hit in the first quarter, might have a halftime interview, might have a hit in the third quarter in a postgame interview. Mm -hmm. I mean, that it's so minimal. And there and it's like, you know, you have a 20, 25 seconds to get your information in. And, and then Vanessa Lambert, producer, is going, rap, rap, <laughs> game's going, wrap it up. Vanessa's going go Michigan State. I know I'm just kidding. So, uh, do you uh, did you do play by play in college? Was that no? You didn't. No, I went. I mean, at University of Mary, I had a communications degree. Yeah. We did not have a sports broadcasting program. It was just communications. It was broad. It was advertising, PR, TV, right, radio, right, 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 all wrapped into one. Did you? I didn't know what I wanted to do. Do you? Are you cognizant of like how? well regarded you are and i'm not i don't want to put you like in a weird like kind of cringy mode right now but like like pe people love you marnie and and like i i think you've really especially in recent years w whatever i don't want to put a timeline on it but you've really kind of come into your own as a broadcaster i i, I think and i think a lot of people um that i talk to have such respect for you 
and and are I don't know anybody that's a Marnie hater. Do you know what I'm saying? Like I like <laughs> no, and, and that's like weird because well, like let's in, not put it out there and ask for them <laughs> okay. to sign. No, but it, it's it's for the most part I like your whatever your like if there was a percentage on that it would be a remarkably high. And I I know there's a, there's haters out there always, but 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 I do think that there's kind of this really wide you have a really wide uh, appeal. To a lot of people, are you cognizant of that? Is the question, I guess. And and first of all, thank you. Yeah, no, those were very okay. kind words. I'm um n not. I don't. Do I mean, you, I don't. What I about don't, maybe like role model to to young women that might be wanting to get into this business or girls yeah, or you know or you I, look at I any guess, of that. Or, I forget that that's part of it uh -huh. until I'm asked by you or by someone who says, "Can you give me advice? Can you be a mentor?" Which Happened twice, actually, already this week. There. I forget that that's what it is because I, it, you know me, when I say this, it's true. I don't think of myself as a female broadcaster and a female in a male world. And I'm just a broadcaster yep. and I'm just working a job I like. But the other thing is I really like people. I have tons of friends and I, I like when people like me just in general, just me sitting here, I'm like, Tim, oh gosh, she's not looking at me. Does he not like me? But I, so I think part of that goes along with what you're saying. Like I'm not polarizing. I'm not out there spewing opinions and trying to rattle things. Like my, I love my waters calm. I do not like drama in my life or my work. I don't like conflict. I just live this really peaceful life. And I like people who are like that. And I feel like the general consensus of humanity, whether you are a Wolves fan, Twins fan, non-existent sports fan, you just in general like people who are just pleasant. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that's what I try to be is just pleasant. And I really like people who are pleasant. And I just that's kind of the way. I live. So I hope that that is how it comes across. Now, if okay. I'm looking at my Twitter feed or something someday and a and hundred people say, I like your jacket. And one person goes, that jacket's ugly. I'm be like, oh, God, I have an ugly jacket. Bob, okay. Schmo, thanks. But I, that's probably human nature, too. You just I guess the, the negative just know. sort of sits. I, with I, you. I, I learned I learned. I don't know. Several years ago, I shed that. I just I, I have I, thin skin. I know. I, really I just stopped giving a crap because it's like even if okay, like what, like there's no possible way you can please everybody, right? And no, therefore, therefore, why try? And therefore, mm -hmm. if why if you're sure. if you realize that and you really are open to like okay, not everybody gonna like me. In fact, there's gonna be some serious detractors. If that's the case, then I'm okay with that, and I'm not gonna like wallow in that. I'm not gonna get caught up in that hatred and that right. vitriol and that you know, negativity. I'm just gonna kind of just like block it out. But to stay like kind of like even keel, I also uh, shield myself from the heavy praise as well, because oftentimes either it's, uh, disingenuous or it's just a, a little over the top and come on, come seriously. <laughs> like, I, and I think that to, to, to try to kind of keep things, um, sort of more towards, uh, out, you know, stay away from the margin so much, I think is, is helpful. Oh, that's probably very healthy. Yeah. yeah. You're a likable guy. I mean, you, you know that, but it's a weird question to answer, but yeah, no, you I, just, I you, because you give your personality and your vibe, your aura, your energy, however you want to label it yeah. is 
fun yeah. and positive and the this character you are this perk at play yeah, and yeah, this, yeah. that's also you right R you're not playing someone and then you go you know you're actually you're it's just... amped up i mean it's for sure amped up well, but but sure. yes yes i'm a yeah but I'm it's a, a version it's an amped up version of yourself for sure it's a yeah. little bit we live in that the same world i feel like yeah and but but like being in that public eye and being a, a job where it, where it where it is so um you know out there i i, I think that it, it's okay to like think about these things, you know, and to talk about these things because it's just, it's who it's so much of who we are is 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 out there. So like you know, I think yes. the, the public then has every right to have an opinion of, sure. and whatnot. But 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 here's my question: like, how are you? How like what's so remarkable is that you are on the road so much, you do work so hard, and and yet you're also crushing it uh, and with with two awesome kids that you mentioned who are what did you say ten and eight or did you nine say nine and, and seven nine, nine and eleven? So that's and a boy girl and yep. all, mm -hmm. all that's awesome mm -hmm. or, or 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 is it like just no? Like, it's awesome. it's so good. They're they are in the, the greatest ages because they're not. People, you hear about the teenage and the little the attitude and like, oh, you know everything. And we are not there. Okay. We're not. We're not even scratching that yeah, yeah, surface yeah. yet. But independent enough that they can get their own food and you know take their own showers. Yes. When you have the little kids and you're just like you're doing yes. everything for them, and that's a different kind of busy. And we're past that. We're just, I mean, it is the glory years right now. And we've been in it for a few years. I just feel so blessed. Do you, do you oh, have a hard I time getting it. them to do homework or do they, are no. they, they oh, but gosh. you know what? They don't have Dang a lot it. of homework. Oh, that's good. Because I, I feel like they have their, their one class or win time is what they call it in our school district. What I need. And so if you have 20 that's, minutes of win yeah, time, it's genius. like, okay, do you have to work on something? Do you have homework to finish it? We don't have a lot of homework. Okay, which is awesome um, because I'm I'm there's a couple. You do yeah. well, uh, yeah, and I don't it's get, I don't get homework. Like, what is what is homework? Like, what? Okay, don't get me started. I I realize the value of education, all that stuff, but like, okay, why bring it home? Like, because because honestly, yeah. when they're home, then that's when all the activities kick in, yes. and they're doing these sports, and those are and healthy. Drama, those are healthy. Doing... You want your kid to have a basketball practice where he's running around and he's he's part of a team and he's part of something that collectively and are we're then we're teaching our kids too. Hey, when you have work, you should also bring, always bring it home with you, whatever you're doing yeah. at work. You know, like it's, it is kind of a yucky cycle. I don't mind it once in a while to enhance something like a little more reading at home to stay up to speed or those types of things. But a regular like homework should be part of your everyday life at school. I'm not on board with that. How are they with your travel? My kids? Yeah. They are so. Um, if you don't mind me asking, is that is that? Well, I do, but you already did. So uh, they. You don't have to answer that. No, you don't have to. It's answer. a that's a perfectly logical question that people actually ask me um, on more than one occasion. Here's where it starts: is with my husband. God bless him. His name is Matt, and he is the best because he is very um, low key. He's a lot like me in the in the low key, low drama, just. Yeah. Pretty like let's play bocce in the morning yeah, when whatever. we get to Arizona, right? So when I <laughs> exactly <laughs> when I was already working here and in this job when we met and started dating and then then got married. So it wasn't like oh, I'm gonna start something new. And he was just supportive all along the way. Yeah. And then it was okay, I have a baby, and then it was have a second baby, and then it was I've only been back traveling full time only, but for eight years. 
when our kids were three and one and we had to make the decision because the opportunity of a former yeah. sideline reporter, Robbie and Smikowski, took a job in Pittsburgh and they came to me with, do you want Robbie's games, which are all wolves and a good chunk of twins. And if you don't, we'll advertise the position. And, you know, and I was like, well, and realizing if I don't do this, I could be out or I'm just the fill in person forever and I might not ever get full work again. And what it was a big choice. He was like, oh, I'm fine. I don't care. Yeah. You want to because it, it's a good job. It's got good benefits and good. There's uh yeah. So I um, so we got, that's the, all the, my children have known is that mommy travels. We don't make a big deal out of it. I say, hey, I'm gone. I'll, I'm I'm leaving tonight. I'll see you guys on Tuesday. And they're like, okay. And my husband's like, okay. I mean, it, it gets hard, no doubt, because he's yeah. got to shuttle them to practices. But we work with, hey, the neighbor's got this. We do carpool with that neighbor. We, you just, you work it out. It's busy. They prefer when I'm home, but when I leave, it is nobody falls apart. Yeah, and but it, but it is, and, but it can be unpredictable key. as long as as long as they're they're good with the flex. And and God, thank yeah. God for my wife also. But like I I just think that like you know it's like oh if the Vikings beat the. Saints, sure. then I got to go to San Francisco. Yeah. And then like, and then what? Well, then if the, you know, yeah. the, then you, we're going to have to go to yeah. like, you know, wherever next after that. And then, and, but, but then they don't win. And then all of a sudden they're right. like, oh, wait, wait. And, but if the Packers go to the Super Bowl, oh, you might be going to the Super Bowl. I'm like, okay, so am I rooting for the Packers? Am I rooting yeah, against I the Packers? Know. What am I doing? And it's just, it's weird. It's a weird business. It is to weird. Be in. You have to be flexible and you have to have a spouse who is fine with it because if the spouse is like, well, I don't, I hope they lose because I don't want you to go. And then you have to go and it's like, great. Dad. And then, sh then your spouse is saying to the kids, oh, great. Dad, dad's gone for four days. This but, is going to suck. But with that, and, now, and then with your kids that. are like, dad's gone. That stinks. <laughs> but if you just say, yeah, shoot, I don't know. Dad's gone. Yeah. I don't know. It, it is hard. And I can, I, can understand, I can understand how they would, they would root against, you know, just because it's like, okay, enough, you know, because the season goes on a lot. As you know, I don't want to preach the choir here, but that's uh, seasons are long and then they overlap. You, I mean, you, I jump off of Timberwolves to start twins at the end of March. Right. Where I'm in overlap city. Oh, that's right. You do. Oh, God. Yeah. And then it's on. And then it's on. And they're going to be really good this year. But that's just but no, that's that's just not because Thad Levine just walked by again. Yeah. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> so like, is it uh, do you have a favorite city? Do you have a favorite? Like place to Traveling. go is, or, um, or stadium to work out of? I or? Am. Here's where I am, Perk. I'm 46. I am now all about convenience. Mm -hmm. I am, how close is the airport to the stadium? How close is the stadium to the hotel? Mm -hmm. What's near the hotel? Is there a CVS, a couple of restaurants, maybe a movie theater? I, I love going to Cleveland. Mm -hmm. It's easy in, easy out. People give Cleveland a bad rap, but the hotel we stay in, for um, Timberwolves, it's connected to a mall. So you go there in the winter, boom, perfect. Yeah. yeah. I I love Seattle. Okay. So in the um, baseball season, just right. for city city. Otherwise, like New York, LA, cool. Miami uh, and Orlando in the winter, Arizona, Phoenix in the winter, great. I, a lot of my, a lot of really my affinity, anymore. a lot of my affinity towards sports venues have, has to do with where's the media parking and how quick, how like okay, how quick there. can you get in and, and like you're through there. security and all that yes. stuff. And by the way, that's a veteran. In that regard, shout out uh, to Indianapolis and the Colts for like putting us where they put us. And 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 shame on you, Kansas City Arrowhead Stadium for for doing what you do to visiting out of town media. Shame on you. Okay, thanks. Sorry about that. Whew, I'm okay.
I, <laughs> wow, you really take you're really taking a stand there. I just any know. any others you need to get out? No, I mean, uh, sure. Uh, no, I I have some favorite spots. I love going to Lambo. I just I just think it's the biggest hoot, uh, and and it's the one game that I circle on the calendar every year. And it's just I there's n- there's no place I would rather see any kind of a sports game than at Lambo. <laughs> it's just the sports game ball. <laughs> Uh no, uh, 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 so I guess I guess I'm good, man or girl or woman or hey hey Marnie hi lady. how are you? lady mm-hmm. is it lady or is it woman is it just or is it, because honestly <laughs> I said gal on the air once and I got skewered oh I would be fine with gal you would mm-hmm. okay I kind of like ma'am after watching Veep did you watch Veep at of all course Julia Louis yes. and everyone would be like ma'am ma'am yeah and I just thought that it sounds. Cool, but yet if somebody was would be like, "Excuse me, ma'am," so it's not a ma'am, it's ma'am, ma'am. You know um, how how um in, towards the later seasons of Veep when Julia Louis Dreyfus's daughter or Selena Meyer daughter got married, yes, and that woman who just wears the suits yes, and she's got course. the dark hair, of course, hers, ma'am, ma'am, ma'am. Um, and I just feel I feel like Veep in its like final in, in its final run, it was just it was all it just kept trying to the writers were just trying to come up with the greatest insults of all time. Yeah, they like, tried way too hard. The final season was <laughs> honestly a disappointment. The rest of that show is brilliant. There's some amazing and adorable and yes. loving and the and she's Jonah, phenomenal. the insults on Jonah yes. are incredible. There's a list. Until I like the final season, they're so over the top that they're not <laughs> funny anymore. But if you want, like if you go to YouTube yeah. and just Google Veep, Jonah Somebody's insults. like put them oh, all in a montage. Goodness. It's amazing. Yeah. The okay. writing is incredible. Also, um, I want JLD and I to be best friends. And JLD. Julia Louis-Dreyfus? Oh, I, th- I thought I was thinking like Josh Demel and what's his middle name? Oh, we're is already it like, best friends. I don't need That's what I was going to say. I yeah. thought you guys were t- thicker than thieves already. Okay. Hey, uh, Marnie Gellner, thank you so much. You're the best. Ma'am. Yep. Ma'am. Thanks, Perk. This was, this was, uh, this was exactly this was what it was. About 49 minutes. Thank you. <laughs> I enjoyed it. Thanks Bye. for having me. Yep. You're the best. And that wraps it up. Thank you so much for listening to Perk at Pod on zonecoverage.com. Be sure to follow them on all social media platforms. They're doing some amazing things here at this space. I'm telling you what, some really smart people up in this building for sure. And follow me on all social media platforms as well, if you will, uh, from Instagram to YouTube to Twitter, Facebook. You can usually find me at Perk at Play, one word. Find out what he'll say. Perk. Sometimes he's at 